Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. News Radio AMOX, the home of the Cardinals. Sports Open Line does continue here on KMOX. They've hit halftime. Illinois has a 30-23 lead over Syracuse. We'll let you know if anything more happens with that game before we get out of here for the day. Yeah, they'll get back underway before we're done. Missouri and Wichita State, they are underway. Missouri is out to a 14-12 lead at Wichita. Uh, Wichita's not a great, great team this year, but they're a good team, and that's a tough place to play. If Missouri wins that game, then I think it says a lot about the Tigers. This isn't really a game that you totally expect them to win going and playing a true road game for the first time this year. So that's a game to uh, certainly keep an eye on as well. We've been talking uh, Major League Baseball. We're very happy uh, right now to uh, welcome on to the program somebody you can hear on MLB Network Radio. You follow him on Twitter at Mike underscore Farron. F-E-R-R-I-N is how you spell that. Indeed, it is Mike Farron joining us on the program. Mike, thank you so much for your time as always how are you i'm great matt how are you i am good um one of the things i was really curious about going into this offseason was what was it going to look like coming off the collective bargaining agreement how fast was the market going to move uh, it's probably not deep enough to really know anything much but has anything struck you because we certainly have seen some deals made it feels like it's moving just a little bit faster this year than it was say two three years ago yeah, I'd say it's probably it, it feels more normal in the pace, right? Baseball's off season, much like baseball itself, is paced a little slower than the other sports. Um, which, as a talk show host, I have to say I don't mind. <laughs> something to talk about for months and months instead of having, uh, you know, like three minutes of free agency and then a quick cigarette afterwards. So um, <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I think it feels a little bit more normal in that. We were talking a little bit about this this morning because I think what what we're seeing is not unusual for exactly what you pointed out, like the first winter into a new CBA. It usually means with labor peace and in this case, some new television and media deals and some new corporate partnership deals. It means that there's money to spend. And so I think the first blush is that this is a little like 2006, 2007, which I remembered somebody calling the double-double market, right? Everybody got twice as many years and twice as many dollars as people anticipated. I think it's a little less than that, but I would say that there's definitely about a 50% increase in what you could have anticipated for guys. So I think that, you know, like Clevenger reportedly a one year and 12 million with the White Sox. I think that that's probably about 50% more guaranteed than what we could have guessed based on Clevenger coming off you know, a really rough second half. Um, I think you know, Jose Abreu was probably targeted more in that two to thirty-five million dollar range than two and sixty or three and sixty, which is what he ends up with Houston. Uh, Rafael Montero was probably more like two and fifteen versus three and thirty-four. Right, so there there's a, a significant amount of change, at least in that regard. Well, it's really too early to make any um, big 
I think, uh, conclusions based on what we've seen so far. We could be playing the small sample size game just like we would be overreacting either good or bad to somebody's performance in April. Uh, But it is interesting that so far that seems to be the trend line. It also seems that it's still the same teams that are willing to go out and spend money. I've said this a million times. In the National League this past year, the, only the teams that actually tried to win got into the postseason. Every team that missed the postseason, you could argue they weren't even trying to win. Do you, do you get the sense that that might start changing a little bit with the more money to spend? Because right now it doesn't seem that way. Yeah, I mean, I think some of it has to do with where teams are in their cycle too, right? So if you just want to look at the National League, I mean, you've got three teams that probably are not going to be competitive right off the bat in Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Washington. We could hold Colorado up in here, but Colorado wants to compete. They just haven't gone about making good decisions historically. So I, I don't. I kind of put them in a different category than where those three are. So Washington today signed two major league free agents, right? The Pirates have already added a first baseman in Carlos Santana, which would uh, and, and also traded for one and claimed another one off waivers in an effort to try and you know increase what was really bottom of the barrel production from the position this year. Um, you know, the Reds signed a backup catcher, so that doesn't you know everybody's going to need a backup catcher at some point, so that doesn't really move it very much. But I think you know I think some of this gets gets lost in if you're not making big moves, you're not trying to improve. I think there are plenty of free agents to go around that improve the quality of a roster, even on teams that are second division squads. But those three teams are probably not going to compete regardless of who they add this winter. They're probably looking more like 2024 um, is their first opportunity uh, for their window to open and maybe more like 2025 for Washington. So I think some of that has to do with the timing and that's just looking at the national league. Um, but we also have fewer teams that are all the way down at the bottom who are still tearing down. You know, if you were to look at those three teams that I mentioned and then say, add Oakland to the mix, you know, the only player on those teams that you look at and go, man, that's going to get you a haul as a trade candidate is Sean Murphy with the A's, yeah. uh, the catcher who I know has been, you know, at least linked to the Cardinals. So it's a little bit different in that teams aren't trying to race to go through the full-blown rebuild. And now that most of the teams that did it have come out of it and are either settled into the middle or to the top of the league, um, it's going to be a different free agency because of that. It should lead to more competition uh, for free agents because there are more teams that are competitive. You mentioned them. So from a catching perspective, the Cardinals still looking around. They've been connected to Murphy on the trade market. They've been connected to Wilson Contreras on the free agent market. They've been connected to maybe a trade uh, with Toronto. There's a few other things out there as well. You, you've watched this team from afar for a long time. You know the way they do business. What are you expecting the Cardinals to do uh, at that catcher position? I just don't know that Wilson Contreras is the right fit just based on what they've had out of the catcher position. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I could, I could be reading the tea leaves wrong. Um, you know, Contreras has an extremely strong arm, and he's a really good offensive catcher. And I do think that sometimes we spend so much time trying to parse through catcher defense that sometimes we miss the forest for the trees. I mean, this is a guy that was the catcher on a World Series champion team, so he's done that before, right? But um, it feels like defense first is more their focus. So then you start getting to... Uh, Murphy, who would be the most the most um, highly, uh, at least cost of acquisition would be the highest for Murphy because I think 
once you get them outside that ballpark in Oakland, even if you were to move them to a difficult hitters park like St. Louis, there's better offensive days ahead. Terrific defender, great reputation as a game caller, right? Checks all those boxes, three years of control. So he's going to be expensive in that regard. Danny Jansen probably isn't quite as expensive. Um, you know, if I were running the Blue Jays, I think the the player that I knew that I was going to get the most for in trade would be Gabriel Moreno, but the player that I probably would be most willing to move of the three uh, catchers is Danny Jansen, um, which means that they'll probably move the third catcher, Alejandro Kirk, <laughs> instead. But Jansen fits all those needs. Midwest guys from Wisconsin, um, you know, very good defender, hits for some power, can hit more towards the bottom of the lineup, but really, really good dude. He would fit the Cardinals very well. And then there's like Christian Vasquez, who has an excellent defensive reputation. I have a few more questions about his game calling than some other people do, but um, he certainly has a tremendous reputation of the way that he works with pitching staffs and the way he you know, approaches the game. And he is super smart. And I think that there's kind of a, a, you know, there's a semi-natural fit there because he's a free agent. So I would look at those as being the most likely candidates, at least off the top of, of the list, unless they were going to do something that really came out of nowhere and, you know, trade for a player that, that we don't necessarily readily see as available. Like if the Marlins were willing to part with Jacob Stallings or something like that, then you could see them going down that road. But I would think that that's probably the route that they go. And then, you know, what I would be interested in is how much time do they want to commit to Andrew Kisner behind the plate? Um, and how many plate appearances do they want to commit, or are they going to be looking more for some some veteran depth behind him? I've always said this when talking about Wilson Contreras. For an organization that essentially went from Pagnazzi to Matheny with like a couple years of Eli Marrero in there, and then from Matheny to Molina, I get, it would be, I think, really startling for a lot of Cardinals fans to see a defensive catcher like Wilson Contreras all of a sudden behind the plate after – darn near 30 years of pretty high-level defensive play back there. Yeah, I mean, it's probably more like a, a Joe Torre type, you know. I mean, you have to go back, what, almost 60 years yeah. to that. And even then, you know, he played a fair amount of third base with the Cardinals, too. So, so I think, you know, yes, I think that's probably part of the reason why. But let's talk about what Wilson Contreras does well, which is he's a really good hitter. I mean, he is a, an exceptional offensive player for the position. He is super athletic. I think he's going to age well. He also has a tremendous arm that he's not afraid to show off. And if, in fact, some of these rule changes that are coming with the limits that, that pitchers can throw over before risking a balk um, and the slightly larger bases, which people seem to think is going to have an issue or at least have some semblance of an impact on bang-bang plays, Maybe arm strength starts to take on more value. Uh, unfortunately, we don't really have the data at the big league level yet to know whether or not it does. But I can see your, I can see myself talking myself into that. You know, if I'm if I'm looking for reasons to sign a player, um, and with Contreras, like the difference is that these other guys that we're talking about, even Murphy, who I really like, are hitting like seventh or, or eighth or ninth in a Cardinal lineup. Whereas if you hit Contreras fifth, it wouldn't look out of place. 
Yeah, absolutely. Last thing for you, we found out today that Adam Wainwright is going to participate in the World Baseball Classic. It just feels like he's trying to experience everything he can possibly experience uh, before he has his career come to an end. I don't know how much you saw it, but he would do his old man walks this past season on days after he yeah. pitched. And it's for me, it's just fun to see. It. You don't see this all the time with athletes, guys who are able to kind of take a step back and make sure that they do get every experience possible before hanging it up. Yeah, I think it's really neat watching guys like him watching you know, for a completely different reason. Joey Votto, who's getting to the end of his contract with Cincinnati and who, you know, was was participating in a chess tournament where apparently he got waxed by a nine year old yesterday. Right. Like experiencing real life um, outside of baseball in trying to soak up every moment of it. And I think that's one of the things I really appreciate about Wainwright and how open he has been about. Um, how much he wants to enjoy these final days and what is like very likely his final season in the big leagues. And so, um, you know, it, it's, it's really cool to see him be a part of it. I'm excited that he gets a chance to compete for team USA. I'm excited. The world baseball classics back. It's a great event. I mean, we all have world cup fever right now, maybe not quite to the level that Chris Ranji does, but the rest of us are at least engaged to some degree um, in the men's national team. And so you know, we can be engaged in, in that when it comes to, to baseball in the spring. And the fact that Wayno wants to participate in it is pretty neat. So uh, I'm excited for him. I'm excited that he's going to get that experience. And um, they could use a little more pitching depth the way that U.S. roster is working out right now. Because right now, I, I like Merrill Kelly. I think he's a really solid pitcher, but he looks like he could be their staff ace at this moment. So maybe we can get one of the big guys to get in there. Maybe, let's see if we can get Scherzer or Verlander involved. You got a Chris Ranji dig in before we let you go. Do you want to get anything in on uh, Kevin Wheeler before the before no, we're done here? No, I love wheels. Fair enough. He is Mike Farron. You can uh, hear him on uh, MLB Network Radio. Follow him on Twitter at Mike underscore Farron. Mike, thank you so much for this time. We'll do it again real soon. Matt, anytime. Happy holidays. Mike Farron joining us here on Sports Open Line on KMOX. He and he and Wheels, they're boys. They're uh, they're, they're good friends. So uh, I know. Uh, I think I just. I sensed a little bit of a jealousy from Kevin Wheeler when I told him today we were doing the uh, sports at 515, chatting back and forth. I said, ah, your boy Mike Farron's going to be on Sports Open Line. I could just, uh, there's a little bit of uh, jealousy there from uh, from Wheeler that uh, I was talking to Farron and he wasn't, but I'm sure he can call up Farron at any moment that he would like and have a uh, phone call with him, and it's all somewhat the same. Uh, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text when we return. We'll talk some St. Louis Blues hockey. They lose yesterday to uh, Dallas by a 4-1 score. They hold a morning skate today, optional. I guess it was more of a practice than a morning skate. Optional practice is what it was. They don't play again until Thursday. And uh, who was on the ice was probably the most interesting part about it. We'll discuss that coming up in just a moment. It's Sports Open Line here on KMOX. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.